He gets to the 50. He gets to midfield. He gets to the 40. What an athletic display by Trey Ford. He's magic. He is the magic man of the Canadian Football League right now. He's got a line to the net. He'll come in. The shot scores! Edmonton's home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. My goodness, the L.A. Kings are having a great season. They lead the Montreal Canadiens 3-0 early in the third. Also in that part of the game, Detroit and San Jose locked in a 4-4 tie. Clem Costin has scored for Detroit. That's his second of the season. Sabres up 2-1 in Boston. Middle of the third period, Maple Leafs with a 3-2 edge on Ottawa. Second period, Columbus and the Islanders tied at 2. Capitals lead the Stars 2-1. Lightning and Predators even at one. Late in the first, no score Anaheim at Chicago. Flyers and Coyotes just getting underway, as are the Hurricanes and the Flames. The Hurricanes trying to bounce back from their performance which was not a good one from uh, their standpoint against the Edmonton Oilers last night. Jets will play the Avalanche. The Devils will play the Tentacles. And it's Minnesota at Vancouver starting in about an hour. The Wild, who, like the Edmonton Oilers, changed their head coach this year and uh, who like the Edmonton Oilers, are on a decent winning streak. They have won four straight, while the Oilers have won five. It's going to be the Wild at Vancouver, and then the Wild at Edmonton tomorrow with the face-off show on 6.30. Chet starting at 5.30, and the puck will drop at 7. Thursday night football, New England actually scoring some points early in the third quarter. The Patriots with a 14-3 lead on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The... Uh Hoodies team just 2-10 and ten so far this year. Pittsburgh in the AFC playoff race. They are coming in with a record of 7-5. and five. Hey, everybody. Hope you're doing great. Santa's Day here on 630 Chet. I was uh, with Bryn for the afternoon show at Santa's Depot. And, wow, the, the response is, uh, is absolutely uh, amazing. I know Bob gave some numbers there before he signed off. And uh, Angel Benedict, the executive director of 630 Chet, Santa's Anonymous, will, uh, will, will give you a... a, a kind of a more definite uh, slash final total for the day on the morning show tomorrow with Stacy and Daryl but uh, always uh, always incredible so many of you are so generous and we were you know we had interviews with with companies businesses that have been involved with uh, Santas for so long Marty Forbes was there uh, you know at the Jerry Forbes Center named after his father so just an incredible day and uh, thank you to everybody who contributes to Santa's Anonymous, santasanonymous.ca for more. You can still donate, of course. You don't have to do it over the phone like we were doing today. You can donate online whenever you want. And uh, delivery weekend coming up in, uh, what, uh, nine days, ten days, the 16th and 17th, so you can find out how to take part in that as well. All right. As for the Edmonton Oilers, just solid last night, striking early and often, up 4-0 after the first period against Carolina and going on to win it 6-1. Five straight wins for the Oilers, who, of course, still do have some work to do just to get into a wild card spot. Could, you know, even if they keep playing well, it, it still could be weeks 
until we actually see them in a playoff spot. They are six points out right now. Uh, they trail Seattle in points. They have passed Seattle when it comes to points percentage. If Calgary loses tonight to Carolina, then the Oilers will have passed the Flames in uh, points percentage as well. So the Oilers are climbing up and they are in the thick of it, but they got to keep playing well here. The GM of the team, Ken Holland, was just on Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, and he had this to say about the team's turnaround. Ultimately, in sports, it's confidence. You know, and, and we didn't have a lot of confidence. Certainly the players expressed that near the end of, uh, you know, on that road trip down to Florida when we lost, you know, blew a 2 nothing lead in Tampa and then blew a 2 nothing lead in Florida. Not, neither game goes to overtime. You lose in the regulation, so you don't get a point. And then we got run over in the first period in Carolina. And I think uh, confidence is a big, big part of, prof- of being successful in professional sports. Our confidence is very low. I think now that we've, we've won five in a row, we're starting to get some goals. People are chipping in. Um, and everything that's, that's, that's transpired, I think our team has a lot more confidence. Well, they definitely look like a steadier team than they did earlier in the season. And uh, even since Chris Knobloch has been the head coach, I mean, as as Holland was saying, they they had some leads on that road trip where they couldn't hold them and they just didn't look very steady. Too many turnovers kind of looked like they were expecting bad things to happen. Much better now for Edmonton. They got the lead last night. Contrast that with their most recent game before that in Winnipeg. They didn't have the lead most of the game, but didn't fold. Kept at it, kept at it, and then pulled out that lead. So finding ways to bank those points right now. Uh, Bob also asked Holland about the uh, report that uh, he'd given Broberg's agent permission to, to seek a trade. Of course, Broberg sent down today. Ben Gleason called up from the Bakersfield Condors. But Holland says, no, I, I never gave the agent permission to do that. So no, I did not give permission. I think that uh, if there was an issue, it might have been a bit of a misunderstanding. But um, you know, Darren and I, have, Darren Ferris and I, the agent, have talked about it. Uh, you know, we've got it, uh, we got it all good. I, I spent an hour yesterday with uh, Philip Broberg. Uh, I expect the, the athlete to be unhappy. I right. expect the athlete to be frustrated. If they're not, if they're if they're happy sitting out and they're not frustrated, they're not playing. I think we've got the wrong athletes. All right, so Broberg goes to Bakersfield. Hopefully he will play a ton down there, and Ben Gleason will be the Oilers' seventh defenseman. He had a pretty good preseason, and I guess he's there if needed, if they have an injury or they decide to sub somebody out or if they decide to go with 7D. Gleason is here as Carolina gets an early deflection goal on Calgary's Dustin Wolf, who's in tonight. Of course, the Flames are going to be without Jacob Markstrom for a while, so Wolf getting the start and 2-10 into the game. The Hurricanes lead at one nothing. They're already out shooting Calgary 5 nothing in that game. As for the Oilers goaltending, Stuart Skinner has been excellent. Jack Campbell has been in the minors, Bob asked Holland, are we going to see Campbell again? Yes, at some point in time here in the next little bit. Uh, I talked to, I spent an hour on the phone with Jack and his his, his agent, uh, Kurt Overhart, Monday, and uh, he's playing uh, this weekend and probably playing Tuesday in uh, in Bakersfield, play two of the next three games. And, uh, you know, let's see how we're going here. Uh, but, but certainly I want to at some point in time get Jack back and give him an opportunity to get back in the net and, uh, um, and hopefully contribute. Well, no surprise there, and uh, you know I think Campbell. The uh, the chances are 
or not many, not many left to prove himself in the NHL, but I do think he's going to get at least one more here in Holland, confirming that. As for the Oilers today, they uh, they just had meetings. They didn't practice today. Head coach Chris Knobloch explains the decision to keep the team off the ice. We just looked at the schedule right now, and we just had three, three days practice, and now we're leading into... Um, well, we're just starting the six games in 11 days, so we needed to not be on the ice every single day, and we had to arrange a time when we give the time or the time for the guys not to go on the ice, and this is probably the best time. So we'll have uh, a little team meeting, and we'll try and get together with uh, individuals, whether it's just a, a chat with them or maybe showing some guys some individual video. But, um, yeah, that's about it. All right. So that's what they did today. Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, popped out after the meeting to answer some questions from the media, and he had this to say about the team's five-game win streak. Our last two wins have come very differently. Um, against Winnipeg, we I thought we were playing well the whole game. It just uh, We just stuck with it, stuck with it, uh, trusted uh, in our ability to, to find one when we needed to, and it, uh, it took pretty much the whole game. And when the chance came, we bared down on it. And then last night, obviously, just a quick start, which is something that uh, I, th- I think after a four- or five-day break is, is important. You want to get out... Uh, um, get out quick and, uh, and get your legs going and, uh, and then we just kind of kept rolling from that so I mean it, uh, it's it's been going well um, obviously uh, we're going to have to stick with it and uh, roll with the punches because it's not always uh, it's not always easy and um, I think that just the mindset that we have right now of keeping the game simple and just letting our work kind of um, <clears throat> lead the way uh, is, is important right now. All right, a little bit there from the Nuge, who's been a big part of that Oilers penalty kill, which has been uh, excellent over the last nine or ten games as well. All right, we'll have more on the Oilers and more on an epic uh, sports trip he took with Jack Michaels between 7.30 and 8. When we get back, St. Albert's Matthew Savoy, starring for the Wenatchee Wild in the Western Hockey League. He's going to the World Junior Selection Camp. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right, he is a first-round draft pick of the Buffalo Sabres. He is starring with the Wenatchee Wild in the Western Hockey League. He is from St. Albert, and he's going to Canada's World Junior Selection Camp in Oakville in a few days. We welcome to Inside Sports, Matt Savoy. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate well, thanks for yeah, thanks for taking time to hop on the show. Uh, obviously, uh, your name <laughs> stuck out to me as the national world junior uh, selection camp roster was announced. So you're heading to Oakville here right away. Uh, how'd you feel to see your name on that list? Yeah, I was excited. Um, you know, obviously, I've I've worked with Hockey Canada a number of times over the years growing up, so um, I'm excited to you know see some familiar faces and and uh, and get to work down down in Oakville next week. Yeah, what what's your what's the schedule here ahead? When are you going to head over? <clears throat> I believe um, all the players are flying in on the 10th so um so on sunday i think everyone is uh is reporting down there and um i think we get going right right that evening uh we got to practice right right when we get there okay right on now look um last year i mean a lot of people thought you should have been invited or even on the team does that factor any into any motivation for this season yeah i think um you know it's definitely just out of your control um 
I just wanted to do as much as I could to to have a good opportunity last year. And, uh, you know, I thought my game was at a good spot, but, you know, sometimes sometimes it just doesn't go your way. So, um, you know, I think I just, you know, have a really good mindset going in this year to to make the team and um, and play a big role on it, you know. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm in a good spot right now with my game, um, in the Western league played it, played an NHL game this year. So got to experience that. So, um, just taking all my experiences with me into this camp and, um, and trying to have a good showing. Well, and your experiences, uh, obviously you, you grew up in St. Albert and you are connected to a colleague of mine, uh, Rob Brown. Uh, tell me about having Brownie as a coach and a mentor as you went through your academy years. Yeah, I was, um, uh, Brownie, what a, what a character that guy is. I was, I was with him for a few years when I, when I went to the sports Academy, um, in probably grade five through seven or eight, I want to say. So, um, yeah, definitely got to spend some time with him, some laughs. He's, he's just a character. Um, you know, always having a good time, always, you know, pushing guys to get better and, uh, and, and he worked with me a ton. So, um, yeah, I really liked working with him for the time that I had, and uh, I'm just a great person he is. I, I, I talked to him this afternoon. I, I let him know you were going to be on the show, and and he said, obviously very skilled, but he said just just loves the game and loves working at the game. Uh, do, you, do you consider your passion and your work ethic among your strengths as well? Yeah, 100%. I mean, um, growing up in the Edmonton area, I think – you know, hockey's just such a big thing there and um and so many people play so you know from a really young age uh it was kind of all i knew um my brother a couple years older than me he uh i always looked up to him growing up just you know the way he played and um and hopefully getting to you know the levels that he was reaching at a young age so uh, i think you know, i've always had a lot of motivation just to be um you know as good as i can be and uh, always had that ultimate goal of you know making the nhl and, and getting to play there so um yeah i think you know i'm a pretty motivated guy and and uh and like to work hard and, and protect my craft for sure Tell me about family. You mentioned your brother, who's an Oilers prospect. Uh, before we jumped on air here, I, I said to you that I, I talked to your dad a few years ago. Tell me about the role of family in your hockey life. Yeah, it's been huge. Um, you know, I think I was on the ice at, at a super young age. My dad got my brother and I into it. I think I was probably two two years old when I started skating, um, probably four when I started playing. So, uh I've been on the ice as long as I can remember. And, and my dad's definitely played a big part of that. You know, he's my coach in minor hockey, uh, pretty much all the way up through until my first year Bantam. And then, um, you know, still, still talk to him after every game and, um, and, and take a lot of his, his insight into, into account. And, um, and my brother as well. I mean, him and I watch each other a ton. We support each other and, um, and just want to see each other succeed. I think, you know, growing up, um, it was a pretty competitive household. We had, we had a little, um, indoor rink in our basement, um, that uh that got pretty heated sometimes and and some of the one-on-ones we would have and and just a little competitions but i think it just mo- made us both better players and um you know kind of shaped us into into what we are now yeah i i love how you tell that story i'm gonna have to remind the listeners when i ask you this question um all you kids in your late teens keep getting younger at least to me uh you were born in 2004 um so i mean <laughs> sydney crosby <laughs> And Ovechkin were debuting uh, shortly after that in the NHL. Uh, 
who did you look up to uh, favorite team, favorite player when you were a young guy in St. Albert? Uh, I mean, my favorite team was, was always the Oilers um, growing up, just was a huge Edmonton fan, um, went to a ton of games when I was young and, you know, kind of just always followed them through, you know, through, through a lot of ups and downs. They, uh, they had some, they had some tough years when I was, when I was a fan, just starting out. Um, but uh, I think my favorite player pretty early on, I think he was drafted in 2011. So I would have been seven years old was uh, Nugent Hopkins. Um, just really liked watching him play. I uh, obviously went first overall, so he was a really high-touted guy that Edmonton was bringing in. They had a lot of high-touted guys, but they were bringing in at that time, you know, getting a few first overall picks in, in I think, four years. So, um, yeah, I think that was that was really cool just seeing those guys um, come in as teenagers and and play a big role on, um, on a team with such a big fan base, a, a Canadian market. I think that was... You know, pretty special to watch, you know, somewhat firsthand being able to go to games and um, and being around the community. And um, and yeah, they were just uh, they were always my favorite team and always some guys that I could look up to. Right on. I like how you put that. Matt Savoy joining us tonight on Inside Sports, uh, heading off to the World Junior Selection Camp in a few days and playing for the Wenatchee, uh, Wenatchee Wild. Uh, you were with the Winnipeg Ice. What, what was it like for you going through a franchise uh relocation i I mean must have been quite a bit of upheaval in your hockey career as well yeah i mean it's definitely a a big change um going from winnipeg down to washington um full new staff new facility new city so um you know i think a lot of the comfortability uh kind of gets taken away I, i was in winnipeg for you know three plus years with pretty much the same core group same coach um same general manager so there was a lot of familiarity there and um and i think you know it's, sometimes it's 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 a good thing to to step out a little bit and um and experience something new i think the wenatchee uh a fan base has really taken this team in and and um and really supported us really well through the through the start of this season and uh the coaching staff they brought in has been really good as well roy Somers, he he has a really good resume um in pro hockey he was you know one of the winningest coaches in the ahl so just thought it was another opportunity to learn from from such a highly touted coach and, and such a good hockey mind that um you know how to get to that next level how to succeed at that next level and um and i think it's been a really good start to the season so far all right. Well, you've had an interesting uh, start to the season because you've played for three teams and you haven't been traded, uh, <laughs> and in different leagues. And you got to make your NHL debut with the Buffalo Sabers. Take me back to that night. Yeah, that was you know obviously a dream come true. Um, you know, I think since a young age, like I was saying, I've, I've always wanted to play in the NHL, and um, and to be able to fulfill that and and get a game in was was really special. And they flew my parents down, so to be able to spend it with them was was even more memorable. And uh, I I just think there was a lot of nerves going into that game, but I just tried to take it all in and and have fun with it and enjoy it because you know you only get to make your debut once. So um, you know, I think it was you know a really special night for me and my family and. And one that I'll definitely never forget for sure. All right, and uh, then obviously you were in the AHL and and now playing for the Wild. And man, oh man, like you're putting up over two points per game here. What's clicking for you? Yeah, I think um, I have a lot of familiarity in the league. Uh, this is my fourth year in the league, so um, you know I'm one of the older guys now. Come compared to you know always feeling like one of the younger guys here. So um, I think my game's at a really good spot. I think um, I'm playing with some really good line mates. Our whole team's kind of clicking right now. We're, we haven't lost um, 
yet since I've been here. I think we're uh, eight zero and two. So um, you know, I think the team is in a really good spot right now, just with how guys are playing and um, and how guys are producing. I think there's tons of guys that these past few weeks that I've been here have have really stepped up and and made us into you know one of the top teams in the league. So um, you know, if, yeah, I feel like my game's at a good spot. I feel like the coaches are putting me in spots to succeed, and um, things are clicking right now. All right. And I'll, uh, I'll end on a bit of a lighter note as you've traveled through the, the hockey world, different cities, different teammates, and you get asked about your hometown of St. Albert. How do you sum up St. Albert for people? <laughs> uh, just as a great community, honestly. Um, you know, all my best friends, closest friends are, are resonate from St. Albert and, um, and getting to spend summers there is, is so nice, you know, going back home, um, you know, just, just feel a certain level of, you know, comfortability there. And, um, and I feel at home there, you know, it's, uh, it's where I grew up to know all the minor hockey rinks that, that I spent countless hours in. So, uh, you know, definitely a ton of memories that I've made throughout the years in St. Albert. And, um, you know, every time, every time I get to go back there and, and spend time there, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's a great time. Awesome. Well, thanks for fitness in. This is an exciting time for you. All the best at the uh, World Junior Selection Camp. Uh, hopefully we see you playing in the tournament in Sweden here in about three weeks. Uh, and, uh, hey, man, you're welcome on the show anytime. All the best as your journey continues. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That is St. Albert's Matthew Savoy, named to Canada's World Junior Selection Camp. That starts on the 10th in Oakville. The tournament, of course, in Sweden. And, uh, Matthew, like we were saying, over two points a game in the WHL with the Wenatchee Wild.